Happy freaking New Year. It's 2023. We did it. We, we, uh, we actually sprung for that sample there from Evan. We bought that track. Uh, Owe me some royalties. <laughs> and it's been awesome. We launched Fancy Pants, what, four months ago? Is this No, this is month five. Month five, four. Four? Six. Four. Four. It is four. No, it's five. December was four. December was four. Yes. This is five. Yes, yes. Okay. Clearly, we're, <laughs> clearly we're we good at this. We don't remember. <laughs> it was a year. Okay. <laughs> Which is awesome because I remember when we first came up with this idea in like early 2022. Mm-hmm. We were so stoked. It's like, this is going to be great. And then Evan and I looked at each other and realized that it meant that we had to source 12 new coffees. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit. What did we do to ourselves? <laughs> but we did it. Yeah. And uh, great. we got some we got some killers lined up for this year. We turned 13 yesterday on the 4th of January, uh, which is very exciting. We rebranded last year. We got new merch in. We did a bunch of merch. We normally don't do that. But that yeah. was a lot of fun. We got cool. So we got rocking a super soft sloth crew neck right now that you can't see, but it's soft. Well, it yeah. is time then to put on your fancy pants and get ready to sip some damn good coffee. Welcome to the Hello Coffee, my old friend podcast hosted by all of us here at Roast House Coffee. We got Anissa, Evan, and myself, Aaron. If you're tuning in today, then you must be ready to try one of our fancy coffees. Welcome to the club. Fancy Pants Coffee Club was created so that we can all enjoy really dynamite coffees together that we've never released before. And this month we have two coffees, not one, two. two. Starting off the year, Merry Freaking New Year, mm. uh, from Peru, which is my favorite origin. And we have them from the south of Peru, which is not usually where we source coffee from. Uh, for the last, gosh, since... When I started green buying back in 2012, Peru, baby. I was just the itty bitty little teensy weensy guy. And Perus were like the shitty coffees that you bought. And you roasted them really, really dark and you paid nothing for them. And that was just how I was trained and taught. Uh, and so I had purposefully, you know, when you're new in any industry, you sort of take the prejudice of people that are ahead of you in the industry or at least i did i made that mistake and so i was always anytime someone was like oh you should try this peru it's like nah dog <laughs> i'll roll like that i want the good stuff and then we did a cupping 2014 it was blind so you know blindfolds not really we just didn't know what the coffees we were tasting were and my favorite cup on the table i turned up the bag at the end of the cupping to see what where it was from and sure enough it was from peru it was from a producer that we've been buying from for eight plus years now, from Ruta Stalinka, and that's in northern Peru, in Cajamarca. And we just stayed there because we really value long-term relationships, buying the same coffee from the same producers every year. Out of Rutas has come a bunch of micro lots, which is really cool, like El Chosky. And then in maybe 2018? We started buying some coffees from Cusco, which is in southern Peru. So we had strong relationships with Rutas and Cajamarca. Red Box had really strong relationships in Cusco, um, where these two coffees come from. And they're totally different profiles. And one of the things I learned was um, 
about the two different harvest times in Peru. Red flags would always bring in these kind of later harvests. They wouldn't arrive until later on in the season than when fresh crop, right? So in the industry, we've always like praised freshness mm-hmm. as this, oh, you want coffee roasted five minutes before you're drinking it. And you want, you know, fresh crop harvest coffees like a month after they've been harvested. And then over time, I feel like we've evolved and matured and realized that there's some coffees that taste really, really great when they've been allowed to rest a little bit. Same with roasting. I mean, yeah. what, what's your like go-to off roast? When do you like to drink your coffees? Ooh. That's a great question. Um, like you're asking when... Like you got a bag of coffee okay. at home. Okay. It was roasted. I would say like three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, damn. I yeah. thought I was going to be further out. Yeah. What's yeah. yours? Uh, like, I would say, well, okay, maybe I'm a little further out. I would say like 10 or 14 days. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd find myself in like the two to three week window. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it depends too, like Central or like uh, South American, I feel like maybe closer to the 10 to 14 day, but like Ethiopia... Kenya, stuff like that, I might air closer to three to four weeks. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Which I think is great. And it really opened my eyes to the idea of fresher in a weird way. I get hate for this, but fresher isn't always better in coffee. No. Sometimes it's better to like Ethiopia's. I love Ethiopia's like four or five months off harvest. Mm. I know a lot of people like fresh. You know, big florals and stuff, but I think they get real juicy and sweet as they've allowed all that water activity kind of slows down. So I learned that from Red Fox. They taught me that because they had been long-term buyers in Cusco um, with these two producer groups in particular. Uh, So the, yep, not even going to try and pronounce them. I'm going to ruin their names. Lukmalama? Yep. Puenapata? Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Come from two different organizations. One is called Bala Inca and the other one is called... Pacuna. Yep. Pacuna. Nailed that one. Dude, props for trying. Thanks. You know, this is going to be my year. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I, I don't want to butcher things, but uh, they're all very difficult locations to get to, um, as is what we found out. Most of the great coffee in the world is really difficult. Yeah, also, most of Peru. Regions, yeah, exactly. Well, isn't Peru... And yeah, tell me if I'm wrong. Is it one of the world's leading organic coffee countries? It is. It is. Yeah, it's the largest organic coffee producer in the world. That's awesome. That's a fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, Part of the Andes or no? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. I feel like my knowledge of geography really shines when I talk about coffee producing countries. It's yeah. not true at all. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I honestly, for a second, thought Peru was uh, Chile. Mm. Oh, and I was okay. like, no, I don't think it's the long one. I don't, that doesn't make sense. But it's coastal or no? Peru. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so these two coffees came from Cusco later in the season, off harvest. And I think they're, they're so radically different. I'm, I'm not as familiar with southern Perus as we are, obviously, northern Peru, because that's what we've been drinking for eight plus years um but i find they tend to carry a lot more like complexity to them uh, not that cavamol doesn't have complexity but uh, they have like a ton of 
bright fruits I found. I got a lot of like really clarified like nuttiness. I think nuttiness we usually can consider a defect in coffee if it's too on the peanutty side of things. Mm. I don't know if we consider it a defect. Well, I think we it was considered a defect, but I also feel like it's kind of on the scale of like unpleasant. Yeah. It might like might not always be a defect, but I feel like when people describe coffees as nutty, it's like mm, I don't want that. Yep, which is a bummer. Sometimes it's pretty good. Yeah, and I thought the hazelnuts delicious, yep. super hazelnut. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind really the nutty, the nuttiness. Yeah, yeah, really, really <clears throat> enjoy creamy. Yeah, yeah, good body. But um, yeah, so I I was really excited to bring these coffees on. Why did we uh? Why did we choose two? this go around i personally i don't know about for you evan okay because we kept a lot of pearls from red fox right uh and they were all delicious that's true we did but from my notes i remember just thinking these are such cool contrast cup profiles from a very similar region and red fox is deeply committed to both of these relationships and so it's a cool opportunity to also buy from an importer that's really invested in relationships like we've been invested in relationships and so i was just excited to kind of like show off a new region than what we normally put out there because normally we get like the Kostalinka's core coffee like their community lot mm. which has a lot of like milk chocolate and grapey flavors <coughs> and red fruits and then we buy their micro lot alchowski which usually has more like floral complexity like this year had like this cherry cola, like little spiced, fun little. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Evan's doing shimmy. a shoulder shimmy shake. That's how I describe Elchansky right there, like that. So that's why I, that's why I personally wanted to bring both these coffees on because I thought they represent Cusco. They represent relationships that Red Fox has that we were able to support on a small level, but still support, and. We get to start off the year with two killer coffees. Yeah. So that's what I was most excited about. What do you guys think of these coffees? Which one was your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Probably the uh, Bomba Baby. Bomba, you just like saying Bomba Baby. I do. Bomba Baby. I mean, drinking it right now, I don't know how fresh it is. How long has the... About two weeks off roast? No. It feels pretty fresh, no? What? What's oh no, because we cleared the hoppers. So this is the stuff that you roasted like Monday. Monday. Oh yeah. But yeah, the Lucumbamba is really well rounded, I think. Yeah. I mean, the initial sip is sweet and then it just gets sweeter and there's no like tanniny that mm-hmm. you sometimes get in Peru's. It's a great way to describe it. Yeah, it's nice. I really like the Lena Pata. Yeah? Yeah. The the Lucumbamba is really good. It, I just think there's something about like the Huayna Pata is like super smooth. Mm. That one's kind of the creamier of the two. Mm-hmm. It like, it's not like a creamy body necessarily, but like a creamy taste. Yeah. Like it kind of has this like, almost like, not eggnog. Mm. Oh, I see. You know I see what, what you're saying. Yeah. Like it kind of has that. Like it's got the nuttiness. So like, yeah. I don't. I don't really know how to describe it. But 
this is probably one of the, the best brews that, that I've had so far. And yeah, there's just something like more pleasant and like enjoyable, calming. So since these are two new brews that we haven't sourced before, how did you go about roasting them? Blindly. <laughs> just eyes closed. Yeah. I was just like. abandoned. Yeah, I was always told that um, you should just let the coffees roast themselves. And so I did. And I was just like, here you go, bud. Good luck. Here's some heat. Yeah, you're on your own. I just put one of the little beans at the controls. I was like, here you go. <laughs> and it turned out okay. I want to see that animated. Like, <laughs> oh, like really a little Marcel the Shell kind of thing, <laughs> yeah. but with a coffee bean that we can, exactly. we can work on that. <laughs> uh, no, these ones were... I don't want to say blind luck, but kind of blind luck. Like we did a sample batch of both of them, what, like not even a month ago, Mm -hmm. maybe right before the holidays. And um, I kind of like with the big guy and with the little guy roasters, um, I have like a kind of like base profile that I tend to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I did with both of these. And I don't know. I tasted both of them after the sample and was just like, all right, no notes. This no works. Notes. These are great. Yeah, sometimes that like template application of heat and roast curve you get really comfy with. Sometimes you do it the first batch and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. I get where this coffee's kind of leaning one way or the other. Yeah. And then there's other times like these two where I was yeah. like, what did cool. you do? And he's like, I just followed like a template profile. And I was like, well, change. <laughs> I so, just did the thing. so good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, it's nice when that, when that kind of plays out. It feels, it honestly feels like blind luck where you're just, or not blind luck, but luck nonetheless. Like you're just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. That's, that's what you needed. Like you can follow the, the curves and like the ROR and stuff. And like as it's going, you're just like, all right, this looks good. What are you going to do? See how it tastes. Yeah. Or even like as you're going through the roast, you're watching, you're like, all right, everything's looking good. Everything's looking good. I'm going to keep doing my thing and just hope that nothing goes wild like a natural does a lot of the time. Yeah, those are terrible. Bad coffees. Uh, but yeah, these ones, these ones just turned out great. It was kind of just like, there's a similar profile um that i use for the chosky and the the brutas that's like our base um and so yeah it's awesome yeah it was good it just did its thing so like it roasted itself typically how long does it take you to find your favorite batch or your favorite roast Ooh, like how many batches does it take yeah the mocha <laughs> took us a lot. God the mocha <laughs> That fucker. And actually, the next one, that's a little tease of the end of this episode. Oh. That one took a couple batches, too. Yeah. We did, like, we did like two or three. Yeah, I think it was on the third one that we were just like, yep, this is yep, the one. Fine-tuned. Yeah, style. mocha, I think, took us five? Yeah. Six? So please buy some so that we don't we can make up all the lost money. Uh, I mean, I to be fair kidding. though, I'm just kidding. None of the batches were awful. Yeah, please. None of those batches were awful. 
they just weren't right. They weren't, but also like just being like, oh no, we have to go through three pounds of this coffee. Yeah, I, darn. Yeah, it went away. <laughs> we disappeared somehow. <laughs> well, we still have some mocha. Is that what you're saying? We so. do. Yeah, yeah. We still have some some green of that. Yeah, I think we're going to throw it on the website here soon. Yeah, if y'all really enjoyed that guy, you should get some more. Yeah. Because yeah. we still have some. It's delicious. It's exciting. But yeah, so I would say like yeah, two to three batches is pretty normal for us. Yeah. And, and then, sometimes we get a little lucky. Um, but yeah. yeah. Usual, typical. Two, two, three is pretty pretty average, I feel like. How about with your uh, your brewing Oh yeah. Did you find it was difficult to dial in or did it just kind of find the sweet spot? How'd you like to brew it? You know, I will not lie to y'all. I did not spend much time experimenting with this particular with with these particular copies. Um, but I think you and Phelan experimented experimented more than I did. Yeah. And y'all came up with what a one to fifteen. Yeah, it's like one to fifteen and a half or one so. Fifteen to rate ratio. Yeah. Well, it's like 15.63 if we want to be real nerdy about it. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and then you you said that you wanted to grind it finer, right? I'd like to. Yes. I think both of these coffees have a lot of sweetness. Yeah. And complexity that can get pushed with grinding a little bit finer. That's what I found anyways. Um, This was Kalita? Kalita. These were Kalita. Yeah, so yeah. pour overs, little flatbed boys. We did a couple of V60s of them, and you'll get a lot more, which is a cone-shaped brewer. You'll get a lot more of the, like, acidity. So I found, like, the Quinnipata has way more of those, like, peachy notes and stuff. Thank you. Yep, nailed that pronunciation. <laughs> uh, and then the Lukmavama has a lot more of, like, a sweet cherry pie filling, whereas in the mm. flatbed brewer that fruitedness goes a little bit away and it, it tends to be more like kind of those nutty flavor profiles. So mm. it's got range. Like that's the beauty of it. I, we haven't thrown it on a batch brewer, but okay. throwing it on a drip pot of coffee, that's like, that's like my favorite test of a coffee. Yeah, if it's good on drip. Yeah, if it's good on drip. Like no fuss, freaking throw it in whatever your home drip brewer is. Yeah. See how they go. Yeah, we offered for our origin card this time around, we offered two um, pour-over options for y'all. So yeah, the V60 and the Kalita. I mean, we haven't tried this on espresso, have we? No, but we should. Why have we not done that? Oh my God, okay. I gotta go, guys. I'll put it on espresso right now. (laughs) No, we should. Eventually, both would be awesome. Yeah. Super good. I'm sure that would be a good application for the for these coffees. Prues always tend to do really well on espresso, yeah. especially with milk. It'd be super good with milk. Evan and his cappuccinos. You can tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah. I've been chasing that that milk chocolate and cappuccino thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta make that happen. Next month, February, is possibly the biggest month ever for the Fancy Pants Coffee Club. This is what we set out to do when we originally envisioned what the subscription would look like. We wanted to bring in really, really awesome coffees that were like world-class. And with February's release, we took down a good food award for it. Yay! Which is very exciting. We haven't uh, 
place as a finalist since 2014. Wow. Super cool. Good Food uh, Foundation exists to, I'm just going to read their mission statement because I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, exists to celebrate, connect, empower, and leverage the passionate and engaged, yet often overlooked players in the food system who are driving towards tasty, authentic, and responsible food in order to human, humanize and reform our American food culture. Uh, they celebrate oh, the whole supply chain versus, you know, some competitions just focus on, oh, hey, we bought this really rare coffee and it's it's very expensive and we're not going to serve it. Um, they look at the whole thing. They take you through a sustainability vetting questionnaire. They look at our business practices, the business practices of the coffee producer that we bought the coffee from um, and a whole bunch of, I mean, it took me you know, close to an hour to fill out the whole thing. It's really awesome experience just to be reflective of what good food means, which is being careful and thoughtful about your entire supply chain. And we won it with our long-term relationship with La Perdera in Colombia, one of my favorite producers. Mm, so exciting. Uh, and it's their honey geisha. And this coffee is freaking insane. It's so, so floral, good. it's so sweet. Uh, their cupping note said that it felt like a hug and that, <laughs> like warmed my soul. I was so excited. Uh, so yeah, that will be February's. So exciting. Um, Fancy pants La Perdera deserves for sure every award. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we weren't allowed to announce until now, uh, January 9th, whole world gets to know, and then we get to celebrate in April in Portland, which is very exciting. Oh, nice. So, yeah, this is a huge, this this means a lot to me. Uh, the Good Food Award is something that represents what Roast House stands for, which is really good quality food and really good quality business practices that get taken to task. And so if you're not signed up for the Fancy Pants Coffee Club, you should, at least for February. <laughs> at a bare minimum, Just if you want to get like a mind-blowing coffee, you're going to get the first taste of the Fancy Pants Coffee Club and then whatever we have left over. We'll, uh, we'll open up for the rest of the world, but uh, or at least North America. We haven't figured out international shipping yet. Yeah. But I'm very excited about that. That's going to be an awesome coffee. I mean, you knocked it out of the park with that roast. I think you're going to have to kick it with hands down. And then I, we did a batch today for you to take home. So oh, good. Good, good, good. And yes, I'm excited. Well, y'all, thanks for uh, hanging out with us for another episode for our Fancy Pants Coffee Club. Keep up with us and our latest shenanigans on Instagram and Facebook at The Roast House. Uh, and stay tuned for next month's incredible coffee. Thanks, y'all.